0: Hey family, how are you? I pray all is well in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and you. That's right. He is your God and what a mighty God we serve. We are on day seven of the garden of your mind. Let's get into today's devotional. It's time to confront your insecurities with your God-given identity. If you were to ask me what was the single most powerful lesson I have learned up to this point in my life, I would tell you it has been digging into the treasures of my identity in Christ and learning to grow that scriptural treasure by faith in the depths of my thinking. I have been confronted many times by the Holy Spirit for thinking it's all about what I do that counts. That's a sticky lie that can get lodged in the framework of our thinking. He has reassured me that my success always come back to who I am. And First Peter 1, reminds us that our calling is to become holy. Our identity has nothing to do with our success and relying on our works, people-pleasing, striving, or controlling life. It is understanding that Jesus has reshaped our identity on the cross and we are not the same as we were. We are a fabulous new creation and we now live and breathe in him. Ephesians one through three outlines how we have a new spiritual DNA that determines our present and our future. I encourage you to read it and highlight all the in him, in Christ's words, speak them over your life. They are your new identity. Define yourself radically as one beloved by God. This is your true self. Every other identity is in an illusion. When you ask Jesus into your life, his kingdom now speaks a completely different truth over you. You don't lose yourself, you find your true self. So the question we need to keep asking over ourselves is, is my thoughts faithful to who the Spirit of God say I am? Wow, I really love this family. And I remember on this journey, the identity is the big part who you are in Christ Jesus, and letting go of the old identity, letting go of your family name, leaving your mother and father's house to cling to the kingdom. It is something that is not easy because you're accustomed to thinking the way you were raised. You're accustomed to doing what you were told. And, you know, it's hard to make a reshape and a reframe, but I love that she said, Jesus reshapes, reshapes family. That is, we can't do it. That's why we needed Jesus to reshape. I want to reread what she says. It is up to us to understand that Jesus has reshaped our identity on the cross and we are not the same. I don't care what your mother has done. I don't care what your father has done. I don't care what your grandparents has done. I don't care what it looked like in your bloodline before now. You are not the same. The day that you called on Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, you was forever changed. And you took on a new identity. There is new DNA running through your veins And that's something that we have to get in our heart. When you understand sonship and when you understand that daughtership, that I am a son and I am a daughter of the most high God, that helps with your thinking because I can tell you, family, there were days that were really tough. There were days that I'd question who I was and what am I even doing? And, you know, why would God call someone like me? And the Holy Spirit would always remind me, That old person you thinking about don't live anymore. She died. She died and took on the Christ nature. You are a new creature in Christ. You keep looking at the old version of yourself. You keep looking at what was happening when you grew up and you kept looking at your mistakes and you kept looking at your failures and you kept looking at the heartbreaks and you kept looking at the rejection, but you are not that person anymore because the minute you said, Jesus come into my life, be my Lord, be my savior, rejection turned into adoption. Hallelujah. Rejection turned into adoption. So where you were first alone, now you are accepted in the beloved. Now you are adopted into the family of God family. We have to get our identity right because when you know who you are and it's something that we say a lot, but it is real. The identity in Christ is so important. When you know who you are, that your thoughts, I'm not going to say that you're not going to have negative thoughts. But because you know who you are, uh-uh, I refuse. I am the righteousness of Christ Jesus. I am holy as He is holy. I am the head, I am above, I am accepted in the beloved, I am a child of the most high God, I am called, I am anointed, I am that I, who are you in Christ Jesus, family? A lot of times we declare our mistakes. We declare our missing the marks, we declare our sin. We declare our generational curses. But when was the last time you declared, I am? I am who God says that I am. In spite of what it looks like. In spite of your feelings. Because your feelings will always tell you contrary to who you are. If you were to make a mistake right now, your feelings and your mind would tell you that you are a sinner and you are no good. And why would God want to use you? But the Bible says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died. Hallelujah. That he made an account that God knows every single thing that you're going to do. Hallelujah. He know every mistake that you're going to make. And he still call you worthy. He still call me worthy. Why? Because he made a decision. He made a decision before he died on the cross that he was gonna going to love us in spite of our mistakes that he was going to love us in spite of what our families and our generations going back 50 100 years he was going to love us past that we got to get that in our spirit jesus loves you past your mistakes he loves you past your sin he loves you past your failures family you got to get your identity right jesus ah hallelujah i love you lord he loves you family He loves you. God is aware of everything that you're going through. One of my favorite things about God, hallelujah, is that when he told Samuel to go anoint, you know, one of the sons in Jesse's house. It's easy to look at the outer exterior, someone tall and big and strong who look like they should be the next king. But God told Sam, you know, that is not him. See, man looks at the outer, but I, I'm looking at the heart of a man. I'm looking at the heart of that woman. I understand your past. I understand your pain. I understand. See, people will look at what you did. God always look at why You did it hallelujah I'm gonna say That again because this gotta get in your Spirit people will always Look at what you did but Our God always look at why We did it he knows the routines He knows the trauma he knows The pain he knows the Rejection he knows what you went Through as a child he knows he knows He knows therefore he Count you in like I said yesterday Your failures and your past May count you out but God will always count you in and when you come to the awareness that I am family it shifts the game I remember the day that I woke up and I knew who I was in Christ Jesus. And I told this story before, but I'm going to share it again. I remember one one season I was really questioning who I was and I just felt inadequate. I felt alone, you know, not having my parents, um, just just so many different things, you know, not being in a relationship. And I just felt worthless. I just felt like, you know, I felt unloved. I felt so many different emotions. And I remember going before the Lord and I says, Lord. What is this? Why do you want me? Why? Why do you want me to be your minister? And I I'll never forget this day. Family, I was laying in my bed and in this season of my life, I was taking every scripture and putting it on my wall. My room was my war room. I had scriptures on top of scriptures on top of scriptures and they were in like a straight line horizontally and vertically. And I remember laying on the bed crying. I mean, crying, ugly crying, too. (laughs) And I'm like, Lord, I just feel like nothing. I feel I feel like nothing. I want to quit. And I'll never forget the Lord told me to get up and turn on the light. And he told me exactly, man, when you got to hear God, even in my pain, he said, get up, get up. I want you to go. It was it was the third row in the second from the first, he like this third row, second one, and I'm like in my bed, like Lord, I don't feel like getting up. I don't want to. I, I I just didn't feel like getting up. Now I'm laying there telling God I don't want to get up, and in that moment I received a text message, but I'm having a moment with God, and I really don't care what anybody trying to say to me because I'm hurting, so I didn't look at it. So eventually the Holy Spirit got me up out of my bed. I turned on the light. And I turned on the light and I went to the third row, the second one, and it says, you are a queen. You are a queen. And it first Peter two nine, you are a royal priesthood. A oh, hallelujah. A chosen generation. And I remember standing in front of that, 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 that piece of paper on my wall. Looking me face to face, telling me I'm a queen and I feel like a loser. I feel like nothing. I feel abandoned. I have all of these. I feel everything contrary to a queen. And tears are rolling down my eyes. I said, Lord, I just I just don't feel like a queen. It's making me emotional. I'm good. I'm good. I'm not crying. Because <laughs> I remember that day, family. I remember. Hallelujah. God is so good. And I remember just tears rolling down my eyes. So finally, I just said, Okay, Lord, I'm a queen. I'm a queen. I'm a queen. I'm going to be honest with you. It wasn't in my spirit yet. It wasn't. I just wanted to just, Okay, Lord, okay. I literally got cut off the light, got back in my bed, cried some more ugly tears. And then after I got finished being all up in my feelings, I looked at the text message. And I kid you not, it was from an old friend. And it literally said, Hello, my queen. And when I tell you, family, I cry. I shouted because only God could do something like that. Only God. I was sitting there questioning who I was. And He was telling me, You're my queen. You are royal. You are chosen. I know what you've been through. I know what you're going through, but it don't change who you are. You got to know who you are. You got to know your identity in me. You are not your past. You are not the people who left you. You are not the people who died. You are not the people who broke your heart you are not them Trina you gotta know that you are a queen family I praise God because no only God could do something like that even to the point that he even knew that I wasn't gonna look at it right away because I had to it wouldn't it would have been different if I like most people do in the midst of prayer go look at their phone and then you know what I'm saying it wouldn't have meant so much And I thank God to this day that I did not pick up my phone. I thank God this day that my heart was so broken and I was just seeking the face of God, seeking answers that I didn't want to hear from nobody but God. That I obeyed the voice of the Holy Spirit, got up, turned on my light. Third row, second to the <laughs> second, and you are my queen. You royal priesthood, a chosen generation. So to this point, family, one of my emails is queen first at gmail.com. I hang on to the word of the Lord. I've been hanging on to it for years, on to it for years until, uh, you know, after he gave me submitted to serve and I have submitted to serve at gmail.com. But the email that I use is queen. First Peter 2 9 and it came from that day and from that day family I never questioned me being less than I was like I'm a queen because can't nobody but God do that and he's so strategic man and he knew how it was gonna shift me it shift me that day it shifted me and I just thank God and even though I go do things just like everyone else do I don't question who I am anymore I'm not the people who hurt me. I'm not the people who walk away. I am the daughter of the most high God. I am anointed. I am called. I have purpose. Hallelujah. When we get to a place where we know that we know that we know that we know who we are in Christ Jesus, no storm, no trial, no rejection, nothing. Nothing will stop you from doing what God called you to do. Nothing will stop you. Nothing will make you feel less than who you are. My brother, you are a king and priest unto God. My sister, you are a queen and a priest unto God. Know who you are. Know your position. Know your power. Know your authority. And I pray this day that, ah, hallelujah, that if you haven't had a moment with the Holy Spirit of him, open the eyes of your understanding to who you are in Christ Jesus I pray that the spirit of the Lord will fall afresh on you with fresh revelation hallelujah and fresh oil to open your eyes and your ears to the revelation to who you are in Christ Jesus that you never doubt yourself again that you never feel insecure again that you never feel inadequate again because I am a queen I am a king unto God I am the head I am seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus I know what my bank account looked like but I am a joint heir with Christ I know what it looked like hallelujah but I am hallelujah 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 I know what it looked like I know what it looked like but I know who I am my God I know what it looked like in the in the realm of the earth but I know who I am and I'm not gonna let what I see with my eyes deter me and stop me and hinder me and sabotage me and cause me to think I'm less than who God told me I was. I pray that you have a spiritual encounter with the living God. I pray that the spirit of the Lord just send forth for a oh, hallelujah, an anointing that breaketh the heaviness, breaketh every yoke for it is the anointing that breaketh the yoke. I pray that the anointing rest upon you that you will never From this day forth Doubt who you are in Christ Jesus I don't care about your relational Status your health status Your financial status No matter the situations and Circumstances that you are currently In that it don't make you Question yourself it don't make You question who your God Is because I know My identity I am not The old man I am a new Creature in Christ Jesus and I Am holy as he is holy I am the righteousness of Christ. Hallelujah. 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 I am blessed. Hallelujah. And highly favored. Hallelujah. I am victorious. I am more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. Family, I pray, I pray, I pray. Because I know what it's like to question yourself. I know what it's like to feel less than when situations come. How can I be any good when I can't seem to get things right? How can I be any good when people keep walking out my life? How can I be any good? How can I be any good family? Oh, I used to say those things to myself. The thoughts that used to torment me because of my finances, where I was financially, where I was relationally. I ain't have no family. I felt so abandoned. I felt so alone you name it I felt it And many of y'all know my story Where I struggled with suicide Because I felt like There was no point for me to live I ain't got nothing I'm nothing This is the lie of the enemy He causes you to look At your situations and circumstances He causes you to meditate On the rejection and the abandonment He calls you to pay attention To everything but God. I thank God that I failed at trying to take myself out because I didn't have the truth. I didn't have truth. I had situations. I had circumstances. I had a past, but I didn't have the truth. I didn't know that God was going to use all of those things to put me up on this, on this rock. Hallelujah. I didn't know that I was going to be mounted on the rock. I didn't know I felt like I was going to fall off the rock. I didn't think that I was going to be mounted on the rock, that he was going to use these things that I went through as a catalyst. He was going to use these things to help me with my ministry, that it makes it easier for me, family, to minister to many people because I've been through so much. My heart been so broken. It make it easy for me to see somebody in pain and know what they're going through. And I say this all the time. There's a big difference between sympathy and empathy. Anybody could feel sorry for you, but when you've been in somebody's shoes. You love on them different Your heart goes out to them differently And God has made sure That as he has chosen me as his minister That the things that I have endured in my life Was to be sure that I can minister on every level On different, uh, hallelujah To different people Races I mean, hallelujah, it don't matter It don't matter Age It don't matter It don't matter, it don't matter. It don't matter. He he made sure. And when I look back on my life. And I look at all of the things that I went through. I thank him. I thank him for those opportunities. I thank him for them golden nuggets. Because now I can stand firm. And I know that all of that. Hallelujah! was to get me to this place that all of that pain that I had to endure was so that I can break chains off of somebody else that I could break generational curses off of somebody else that I could break yokes, hallelujah, off of somebody else well, oh, whew, Jesus, my God whew. I said this um, when I had first did Uh, The Lord had put that on my heart when I first did the book of, you know, 35 testimony, 35 testimonies of phenomenal faith. I saw pain. God saw a pulpit. God saw a vessel that was going to yield and surrender and honor them, honor him with their life. I counted all joy. I counted all joy. I counted all joy, but I remember suffering in my mind. I remember suffering in my emotions, family. I used to cry all the time. I remember <laughs> I remember that when I used to go to church, my pastor, my mama Viv, she would <laughs> have a box of tissue for me because I was just so emotional family I cried all the time but my tears came from my mind I was constantly thinking rejected and that's the thing about rejection reject rejected people reject people and when you when you when you're dealing with rejection it just makes you look at everybody sideways you don't know you just feel oh man you just feel sideways about everything and I just, my mind was just so off, family. My perspective was off. I needed a lot of healing, a lot of healing. And I'm just so grateful that they love me to life that God used them as an instrument to love me to life because it was a part that I was missing you know like I said my mom died when I was 20 I've been on my own for a long time to have that true genuine love and that's what some of us really really need how how can you feel good about yourself when you feel like nobody love you when you feel like nobody care what's the point So I just thank God for every experience that I had to bring me to this point where I'm still growing family. I'm still growing. I haven't arrived. I'm still peeling the layers of who I am. I'm still seeing new levels of who I am. I am constantly evolving. I'm constantly coming to the awareness and the knowledge of my true identity in Christ. What I know isn't all I haven't touched the surface and I keep digging. Ah, hallelujah, because the deep calleth on to the deep. I want to know. I want to know. Oh, Jesus, I want to know. And I'm excited because what he has already shown me. And as it is written, my eyes haven't seen and my ears, haven't heard, nor have an incident in my heart. What he has in store for me. I don't know what version of me I'm going to see next. What, what, what's going to come out of me? What's in my hand next? What great invention that God is going to give me next? The layers, the layers of me. I have been introduced to me so many times in this season of my life, seeing things that I never thought I could be capable of doing. And yet I hold them in my hand because of who my daddy is, the creator of heaven and earth. Hallelujah. So I pray this day that as you are reminded that Jesus has reshaped your identity on the cross that you are not your past. You are not what your mother say about you. You are not what your father say about you. You are not what your family say about you. You are not what the people who walked out your life say about you. Because like I said, rejection has a voice, abandonment has a voice and we have to nip it in the butt and silence those negative voices with the truth of God's word of who we are in Christ Jesus that come hell or high water, no matter what comes my way, I'm not gonna be. Be moved. It's not going to make me question. I'm not going to be insecure. I'm not going to feel inadequate because the King of glory is on the inside of me and greater is he that is in me than him in the world. And let me tell you something, family, even when God put me in a season or put me in a situation where I feel when I, where I feel a little adequate, if I don't trust me, guess what? I trust in the greater one that's on the inside of me. So that still give me the confidence and the boldness to do what he called me to do. Not because I'm sure of me, because I'm sure of him. Jesus not because I'm sure of me is because I'm sure of him even as I minister to you this day my confidence is not in me my confidence is in the one who sent me he said open your mouth and I will fill it that when you just step out in faith God will do the rest I love that she pointed that out, that the Holy Spirit had to remind her that your, your success has nothing to do with you, but it has everything to do with I am everything that I'm capable of doing from ministering and singing and creating things with my hand. It has, it's because of the greater one on the inside of me. That's my identity. I am one with the creator of heaven and earth. I am one with the savior of the world. I am one with Roach Kadesh, the Holy Spirit of God. I am one. Therefore I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's my identity and that's your identity. That's your identity family. You have kingdom, blood, In your veins. Kingdom blood. I know you may have your mama name. I know you may have your father name. And I know you may have your husband name. But you got the king of kings blood in your veins. And when you make that shift. When you make that shift. We hold on too much of our mama house. That's why God told Abraham, I want to take you to a land flowing with milk and honey, but you got to leave your mama house. You got to leave your daddy house. You can't associate yourself with them because it's going to hinder you from walking into the blessing. It's going to hinder you from walking into the promised land. I got a new identity for you, Abraham. His name was Abram. God changed it to Abraham. I got identity for you. This is who you are now. Your mama named you Abram. But I'm going to change it to Abraham, the father of many. Hallelujah. 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 My identity is in Christ. Your mama gave you one name, but God has given you another. And it's up to you to cling to your identity in Christ Jesus. It's up to you to leave your mama's house. It's up to you to leave your father's house and cleave to the kingdom of God. It is up to you. Can't nobody make you do it. You got to be willing to walk away like Abraham. I'm going into my promised land and I'm leaving those things that are behind me and I'm pressing towards the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus because God has a plan for me to give me a future or hope and expect it in but it means that I got to sacrifice something I got to sacrifice the old self I got to sacrifice the old name hallelujah I got to sacrifice the old name I no longer want to be identified by the woman who birthed me I no I no longer want to be identified by the father who raised me. I want to be identified by the King of glory. For it is not I that lives, but Christ that liveth in me. And the life that I now live is through the son of God. I want to identify myself with Christ. Because when I identify myself with Christ, the thoughts that enter into my mind that are contrary to a king, that are contrary to a, a queen, must be cast out. You trying to come against my kingship? You trying to come against my queenship? Oh, no, you got to go. Oh, no, you, I am royalty, baby. I am a royalty. I am a chosen priesthood. I am a peculiar person. You're not going to tell me i am I'm no good. I'm peculiar. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Every thought must be taken captive. Because I'm a king and a priest under God. I'm a queen and a priest unto God. And I will not be. I will not. I will not. I will not. I will not. I refused to be tied down. To be chained up. To be bound up. To be yoked up. By negative and demonic thoughts. Because who the son has set free. Is free indeed. So my mind has to submit to the mind of Christ, my mind, I crucify it and I give it unto God as a sacrifice because this mind is going to be the mind of Christ. And I'm going to think like a king. I'm a think like a queen. I'm a walk like a king. I'm a walk like a queen. I'm a talk like a king. I'm a talk like a queen. I'm a love like a king. I'm a love like a queen. I'm a forgive like a king. I'm a forgive like a queen. I am royalty and I'm going to walk in my God given authority. I'm going to walk in my God given power. I'm going to walk. I'm going to walk in everything that God says is for me because I know who I am. You got kingdom blood in your DNA family, and in 2023, it is time for you to lift your head up and start moving like a moving like royalty. Moving like royalty. But the kingdom of heaven is within. It's time for you to own your inheritance, own your identity in Christ. And never to shrink back for those who don't understand. Because they're going to be people who don't understand. They're going to be people who, who are stuck. And they are accustomed to the old version of you. And they can't understand this new creature. They can't understand this new person. Because you're not moving the way you used to move. You're not talking the way you used to talk. And you know what? Come up hither says the Lord. Leave them where they are. You come up hither. You continuously come up higher in your spiritual journey with God. You continuously grow. You continuously excel. And leave everyone else who is not connected to your journey where they are. Because if they were for you, they would continue on with you. But because they were not for you, they didn't continue with you. And we have to be okay with a separation because separation means elevation. There's gonna be seasons in your life where God will separate you because you done elevated past the people you are around and that is okay. And you will never shrink back again. If you are a person who shrink back because you felt like you didn't wanna be alone and you wanted to be understood, let me tell you something. You are not going to be understood. You are peculiar. You are different and God made you that way. Do not shrink back. Do not forfeit your destiny. Do not forfeit your promised land to fit in, you ain't meant to fit in. You ain't going to never fit in. They're going to always look at you funny. Keep coming up higher. Keep evolving. Keep growing. Know who you are in Christ Jesus. Because your identity is important to your ministry. Because when you are bold and when you are confident, people are attracted to confidence People will be attracted to your confidence, but if you somebody who, yeah, I'm I'm a child of God, you know, but you know, who this warfare, man. But when you start in the name of Jesus, I come against every unclean. When you start talking like you know who you are, and you start talking like you got the power that God gave you, whoo, it's attractive. It's attractive. I love when my brothers and sisters walk and operate in the authority that has been given to them because it, it stirs me. Hallelujah. It stirs me in the spirit. I'm like, oh, look at my sister. Look at my brother knowing who he is in Christ. Look at my sister knowing who she is. I love it. And I love being around people who stir me up, not pull me down. I encourage you. Sit with the Holy Spirit. Sit with the Holy Spirit. Who am I? The same experience the Holy Spirit gave me, he wants to give you. If you haven't had one already. But he is faithful and he shows no partiality. And what he did for one, he will do for the other. So I pray that you have a spiritual encounter with the Holy Spirit of God. To reveal unto you who you are in Christ Jesus. So that you could begin to get active for the kingdom of God, walking in your true identity with your true authority and your true power in Christ Jesus. Family, I love you and I will be back tomorrow for day eight of the garden of your mind.